0: Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: So my favorite thing right now of the offense is how I, I guess it makes sense with like Pete saying that they're not restricted by Geno Smith and that they are kind of, you know, letting him loose and, you know, kind of doubling down, tripling down on all of these comments about, you know, basically what boils down to letting Geno cook. But my favorite thing is how, you know, gun, shotgun usage is slowly expanding And it feels like off that as well, you know, you get light boxes, so you have to check into shotgun runs. But also their tendency breaking by their kind of adding in, the sprinkling in play action where you don't need play action. So like last week they ran stick, but with a play action, like from the gun. This week you had um, like, hold on little like over route to will disley with guard tackle rap uh play action like like what are we doing here um you have Which... the Metcalf fumble play where it's just a little slant but you've got play action like <laughs> it's cool and that tenancy breaking theme is kind of a big deal in the whole offense right now
2: yeah yeah so like they um they like took some of their like when they were in under center, they were doing pure drop back and under center um, a little bit there just to take advantage of the fact that they've been putting on tape that when they're in under center, they're nothing but an outside zone and a play action team, you know, whether it be pocket or boot. So they, the Saints, trot out personnel that is meant for those two worlds. And then sure enough, it's like, okay, well, we've got free yards right here. It's a 250 pounder who is a flat fender. So we'll just, We'll run quick game here or, okay, we're in full house under center. They haven't seen us in full house under center yet, but they know that we only do certain things in full house, and they know that we only do certain things under center. So that means we have a one-on-one with Lockett. If he wins, it's nothing but free yards, and sure enough, he hit Lockett on a little stop route or curl route for 10 yards first down. So, like, they mixed that in, and then, like you said, when they went into shotgun, they had a couple more of those gun runs where they're not, like, they don't have a base – gun runs still it's just like taking advantage of really soft fronts like you said checking into it um and then they're just running play action like meshing off 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 of that right off of like the same like trap protection or a puller or whatever and sometimes it wasn't even a puller um so yeah and it's just another way to be like they haven't seen this yet so but like they're the same plays this is the thing they're running they're not really expanding their concept breadth yet they're they're kind of staying in the same home of what they're calling, mm. but they're just calling it in different formations. And it's like they can just milk this playing cat and mouse with when they with when they run what until they start to clamp down on it. And then I think we'll start to see more drop back concepts come in and more um play action concepts come in. So makes sense. Um in the meantime, just ride the wave because it's it's working.
1: Fun times. And like It was cool seeing how, in that diamond under centre look, you know, it's what we were saying. It gives you really obvious one-on-one shots outside. And with the Saints playing a lot of middle field close looks against that, okay, they didn't connect with Metcalf on the deep ball because Latimer played it really well. But they went for that. And they hit Lockett on a little 10-yard curl, basically, against that because it's... So there's so much space out there. No one's able to help underneath. And you can max protect and you you just get the shot is what we were saying earlier. You also get a balanced look. And so then when they shift from that into like 12 personnel trips, then you're you're getting a predictable check from the defense. Like the Saints either went into like under or over and like really vanilla stuff. They can't do much fancy. They didn't really have a pressure check like automatically. in. there's only so much you can prepare for in a week. So Cool very cool and nothing like overly like crazy or fancy it's not like gimmicky it's like actually real so very exciting stuff now the rest of the offense griff gino was like unbelievable some of the throws he made the the fan the boot rolling to his left lofted um my favorite one griff was the second strike to Tyler Lockett where they get up a corner post oh no I don't think that was a corner post I think the first one was a corner post but that was nice to change that against two man recognizing the yes. coverage pre-snap second time round, he just slots it into two man again but it's like there's it's like almost triple coverage but it's a good it's the right throw it's one of those where with football leverage it's right there but Right, and if you get it wrong, then it's intercepted because it, there's still defenders who are all trying to get deep, like
2: right. I mean, and, and the Saints defenders they have good recovery too, so they do. Um, but that was, um,
1: what was your favorite Gino throw though?
2: My, my favorite Gino, okay, my favorite Gino play. I, I won't, oh, I won't. My favorite one was the drop, don't say a check to, into a run. the run. My favorite one was the drop touchdown to DK, gotta catch that. It was. Essentially wow. a Mills, it was essentially like a Mills concept and it worked exactly how you wanted it And D- Gino just a strike. Okay. Um, the, 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 the Fant one on the boot was, was hilarious because they, they had the, um, they had the boot contained rusher running at him. And he was like, oh shit, if I'm going to get this throw off, I have to haul to clear him horizontally. And on the all 22, especially you see like the end zone angle, you see how fast, like you see Gino realize like, okay, I have to sprint as hard as I can. And then he does, and then he clears him and then he slows down, gathers himself and still like flips his hips around and throws a perfect ball. Like the whole thing was like, Gino, just taking over. Um, So uh, that was pretty cool. Um, Actually, that wasn't a cross that on that one. Was it was fan actually on the same side?
1: Yeah, I think I think Probably that was like just a... the but it was cool that one for like what we were saying about the, the under center diamond thing, because they shifted into that. Yeah. And then uh and then um as my light goes out, great. Um, and then they I think it was just the usual fans running the high corner. You've got and a receiver he, coming across the field on the flood. Okay, yeah. Um, so, but what, was, what was really cool is like the Saints went under, right? So they've got a linebacker down at the line of scrimmage. Like, I'm going to set the edge against this wide run to my side. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, crap, I have to run deep with this corner, yeah. lead, which is way behind me. Yeah, Um cool. and But it was still tight coverage because I mean, there's trips, he, so there's dudes over there. Yeah,
2: I mean, Fant did dust that linebacker, though. Um, the initial yeah he, the stuff. speed
1: showed up for like one of the first times this season yeah. this is the uh this is like the play to Metcalf where they ran uh Eskridge on an underneath route uh Lockett runs uh kind of like a like the Mills element like a dig and then there's a post from Metcalf where the safety because they're in two man kind of look this or like quarters but the safety nails down to Lockett and plays tight and the other safety was playing really tight as well and so DK, he's got an outside leverage defender up here, and DK bends it in, and it's just bulleted to the back of the end zone, in uh, to the outside of the safety nail, and unlock it, and the corner has been uh, run off by Eskridge underneath. And it's that was a
2: that was a classic Gino preseason moment where he does something absolutely sick, and the receiver can't hang on to it.
1: Classic.
2: Um, which. Hey, he's playing as well as he did in the preseason. Like we're just seeing his preseason process extrapolated out to the regular season, and like, right, and that's it. Um. Okay. So, but my the the other play though of those two deep post plays, I I liked the the first one against two man in the in the two minute drill because it looked it was um. It was designed to look like mirrored smash so smash to both sides where you know you have a flat route then a deep corner out like a high low on the corner and it, given that it's a cover two coverage um you can you know potentially get underneath that safety or turn him around um but so the the the, the safety to the boundary locket side he sees the flat route and he sees lockett's vertical stem pressing vertical really hard so he's thinking, okay, I've got a corner out. So he overplays it. He has so much respect for Lockett that even to the short side of the field, he's overplaying this. He's like, I am not letting them make a play here. And sure enough, he guesses wrong, and it's a corner post, double move, or dino post. So that's what you prefer to call it. And Lockett just dusts him. Gino calm under pressure in the pocket, steps up, you know, just delivers a perfect ball. Like, what else can you say? Um, on that second one though, so they had been running they had been running outside the pocket, rollout, crossing flood routes, right? Mm. And that play, they'd ran that like three times in this game. So that play was, this: all the initial stems were looking just like that. You have you have Gino taking a big drop in the pocket, but then he caps his drop, right? And it's not quite a half boot, but it's just like a really deep looping pocket play action drop. And then you have you have dk running what looks like a crossing route but it turns into a pylon route where he pretends he crosses but then you know flips flips his angle and starts running back toward the near sides like will pylon and then you have Lockett running like he's going to run that clear out route that fant ran earlier right but then he turns him around and well i don't know if he turns him around but he stems like he's going to but Mm -hmm. that stem is enough to get that corner and safety to overplay what they think is going to be a corner out and he just goes right up the pipe now then they quickly are keen to like okay this is what's happening like they're they're trying to be smart defenders like we've seen this before so we're gonna we're gonna beat them to the punch and that's what waldrum is preying on and then gino just throws like even though schematically it worked it still required a perfect throw and gino ripped that so i mean perfect like we've seen that throw before yeah. Being Seahawks fans, being watching, following the Seahawks, and it was cool that Gino shows that he's got that too. That was sick. That was yeah. just awesome. So
1: so obviously the, the penny injury is a big loss in the run game, but uh in spite of that, you know, Kenneth Walker, he had a, a really impressive touchdown run. Although, as Pete Carroll said, that was perfectly blocked, so like mid-zone, like perfect. But overall I think the run blocking is still kind of a up and down experience where I mean, heck, it kind of is league wide, right? Like it's difficult, but it still feels like they've got stuff to kind of establish like well that's all oh dear, that's a loaded word. Um stuff to uh, work through, like chemistry to build on, gelling to take place. Do you do you agree with that?
2: Yeah, I do agree. Yeah. Something they just something they just need more reps in
1: right right i I don't know if it's much more than that really like uh we've we had a question on from scott uh on uh gabe jackson versus phil haynes i feel like haynes had one bad play where he gave up some pressure but kind of a negligible difference
2: yeah because i thought gabe is actually kind of Playing back to whatever his best self of 2021 was, the past two games. I mean, he had horrible games, and then he played well versus um, the Lions, and then he played well in his snaps this game. And and Pete said in the post game presser that it was just a like competition thing, but then it came out that Gabe had a hip problem this game, so.
1: Well, he's resting, know. is what he described as. Okay,
2: so I, I don't, I don't know. um pff graded Damian lewis really bad this game and he had so i get so confused i don't understand
1: because, i don't understand
2: because he he but- had he only had two plays that where you could say okay he lost but one of them didn't affect the outcome of the play and the other one he tripped which is okay sure don't trip right that's a bad play but it doesn't really reflect how well and then everything else was really good like the the opposite of the negative plays were particularly positive so